Live from New York. It's the show with just a drawer full of problems that are about to be debuted. It's first things first. Today, Brock is back to his winning ways and why one person here thinks he's back in the MVP race. Meanwhile, in eight short minutes, Professor Brassard delivers his grade on the Cowboys win in Carolina. And finally, don't forget, we are your number one home for Chiefs-Eagles. It's a tease for tomorrow's show. (laughs) Are the Chiefs on upset alert and is Brew ready for the Royal Crumble? (laughs) Why does he already have sunglasses on? I'm not sure. (laughs) I've been wearing these since last night. No, you just put them on. I been saw out you. Adam on the whole. <laughs> just waiting. Ever since a certain game ended. Which game? I slept in them and everything. Which game is he so excited about? Uh, Find Ray. out in a moment. Broussard, I'm Kevin Wilds. Let's just start the show. We start with Mr. Perfect, oh, Brock Purdy. Oh, San Francisco is I now mean, seven and three as Brock delivers a perfect plex of a passer rating, 21 for 25. 333 yards, three touchdowns. Here's McCaffrey after the game. He's always going to be critics. He knows that. Everybody in here knows that. And um, I like when he plays a little bit edgy with a chip on his shoulder. I uh, kind of hope the critics just keep coming because it pisses him off and plays really well. How much did you enjoy that play? criticism for Brock right now is that his teammates are doing all the work. Sometimes they'll say, well, it's just because Christian McCaffrey's on the team. But what's your opinion yeah, of that? That's a, that's a horrendous statement. That doesn't... <laughs> That's never been the case. That's a horrendous statement. <laughs> we should put that on our promos. <laughs> Bro, did Brock Purdy silence the doubters? Well, maybe we should ask hater number one. Oh. I mean, he's sitting across the table. Doubter number one. But, no, before you go, first of all, I know? told you guys this was going to happen. Take it back. I told you, you this was going to happen. In fact, I think we can show it. Friday, my headline yes. Friday, yeah. striking we resemblance to me right in there. Half-baked show, Brock Cook's Baker, uh, Niners roll. Yeah. That's exactly what happened. Yeah, they were 12-point uh, favorites. Yes, that actually happened. So yeah. let, me, let me say a little something before we turn to our hater. Before, Still I going. think before someone across the table apologizes, huh? Bends the knee, repents, repents. Uh, yells Iowa Mafia, begs for forgiveness. Whatever you're going to do, Nick, let me get to a few things. Please. <laughs> In a franchise that features arguably, arguably, not to me, not to you, but arguably the, the GOAT, greatest quarterback Joe ever. Montana, and another Hall of Famer, Steve Young, yeah. Brock Purdy became the only yeah. Quarterback in Niners history to have a perfect passer rating mm-hmm. when throwing t- more than 20 passes. Oh, yeah. That's special. Yeah. And he did it, Nick, and you know this, against a good defense, a top 10 scoring defense. Top 10 scoring, Wilds. You can look at the yards and get all the, you know, get mad, but the top 10 scoring defense. You think defense the Bucs have a good league. defense, bro? They only give up nine uh, points. Not, they're ninth in the league in points okay. allowed. So okay. that's pretty good. Okay. I think that's pretty good. And it's about points. Sure. All right. And I don't want to hear, oh, he's got Christian McCaffrey. Why not? Oh, he's got Kyle Shanahan. Why? Oh, he's got Debo Samuel and on and on, Ayuk yeah. and Kittle. Here's why not. Because which one of those guys is better than Jerry Rice? <laughs> None of them. Which one of those guys is better than Terrell, Terrell Owens? None, None of them. None of them. Yeah. So we don't hold it against Montana because yeah. he had Rice. We don't hold it against Young because he had both so of those guys. Is Christian McCaffrey uh, even better than Roger? I'm not sure he's better <laughs> than Roger is, Craig. All right, can I ask minutes, a question, bro? Because I, I don't know how long you're going to go. I'm, and I, I'm not that much longer. The, okay. Not that much longer. <laughs> all right. Okay. Can, can I, so what does Brock Purdy <laughs> have to do? Okay, That's I'll tell question. you. I mean, I get it. Win the Super Bowl, but he can't win the Super Bowl now. Yeah, can right. I can I answer? We're at because the I, oh, he mark. has to lead a comeback. No, he did right. that in his kicker Bro, missed the field goal. You can't, you can't, All right. you, what you can't do is is talk for both of us. So I'll say what I would like to see him do. But first, I'm actually going to give you. I'm going to give you another <laughs> chance to talk because I am very curious. Because when he was in the midst of his uh, three-game losing streak, you were adamant and yeah. very clear. I don't. I am not calling Brock Purdy great. He's, I, I am not saying not he's saying the, any of these things. No. I'm not saying it. But So I'm just curious. 
Because I, this is the burden wild yeah. of being Mr. Consistency. What is it? Is everyone knows where I stand, mm-hmm. and I and you I guys, don't think people down you where guys I stand. are. Well, I don't know, Brew. I don't know. I do the you show know. with you. Wilds no, has been the one. Wilds has been the one wavering. So here's me. So since you said, <laughs> but I mean, you wavered a little. You wavered How? a little. How? Well, you had him as MVP, and then you said yeah. he was out of the running, and my but, guess but is in an hour, you're going to say he's going to be in the MVP the again. I never said but, after week five he wasn't MVP. I never took that back. Yeah. Week five he was MVP mm-hmm. in my book. Yeah. I never said, oh, yeah, no, and then, he wasn't. And no, then he we was. had a month where we were like, great. is he going to get benched for Darnold? Now he's the MVP we, again. That's we? fine. That's fine. Not me, so not Shannon, is, not McCaffrey. I don't know. Here's the thing, because if the question is to me, did Brock Purdy silence me? The answer is no, and I will explain why. Okay. And now, to your point on the Bucks' allegedly excellent defense, well, I know since, this. I know I since the you know over the last six weeks of the season, we can show it to you. Their past defense been the worst in the league, but I don't care. about What about that. points? The the, the I, I actually don't care about that. Okay. Because I don't even think yesterday was the best game of Purdy's season. I thought he was better against the Cowboys. I know he didn't have the passer rating perfect, but it was like 144 against the Cowboys. And it was he had a, a damn better near defense. Yeah, he he better, better defense, defense and under a bigger spot. And I thought against sure. the Jags he was exceptional just a week ago. I, so I don't even know if this was his like best game. game. Statistically, you would that's could argue it lot, was. Nick. Of course. But this wasn't his best but game. But that is not the question. Let me lose, use an analogy that I think you might appreciate. Let's say you have a friend that's thinking about buying a fancy brand new sports car like the one Brew has. And you're like, hey, that's fun, fast. I worry a little bit about it in the rain and a lot in the snow. Guy's like, nope, it's going to be awesome. And they're on the open road and the sun's shining like, this car's awesome. And they take it out one weekend, it's raining, and they slide off the road. And then the next weekend, they take it out, and it's snowing, and they can't get it out of the driveway. And you're like, eh, I tried to warn you. And then the next weekend, they take it out, it's raining and snowing, and they wreck the car. Okay. And then the following weekend, the sun's shining, the, it's 75 degrees, and they're out there flying again. And they call you, they say, told you, I told you this car was great. And I said, yeah, the things I was worried about before... That the first time the rain and the snow would be the analogous to not having all of the Avengers or having to play from behind, I'm still worried about. And that is where my level of consistency on this is unquestioned. Now, we can show you, in fact, because can we show you Brock's, I'll give away half the blind reveal, Brock's numbers this year compared to, because people are talking about he is having the best year of anyone in football, and I don't even know if that's true. Hubs, can we show it? Hub Brew, would you... At least concede these two numbers are it's per game, so that's touchdowns per game, then turnovers per game. Yeah, One guy's at zero, you see? Okay, very, very similar, right? So let's show it to you. And this is part of my skepticism. That's Jimmy Garoppolo last How year. Many games with in four games with Christian McCaffrey versus Purdy this season. Now I want to so show that you was Garoppolo one for four games and Purdy for two. Yes, yes, with, with all the games oh, with yes, okay. Christian McCaffrey, that's correct. Not, that's but we not, now know Jimmy. I think G I can get a four-game stretch. That's um, fine. Yeah. Okay, I'll show know, you. The, ball the, that's fine. Like Here's that's another perfect. one. Would we agree that these numbers, while the yards are different, are very similar in a negative direction? Yeah. Right. Okay. That's Jimmy this year. And Purdy in the one game, the games it was raining or snowing. Three games. The games where bad. The, right. The games I mean, where Rick, you know we what? could pick three games from Mahomes. We could pick three games right, but the from pro- of course uh, uh, Lamar. But those we could are pick the only games. games right, Trevor. But if, those, but if the question is, because have I doubted that Brock Purdy can do what he did yesterday? No. Play from ahead and put up great numbers the way Jimmy How do they did? get ahead, no. though? You act like he has nothing no. to do with them no. getting See, so ahead. That's, the, that's difference. the thing. I do not act like that, Brew. Yeah, you do. No, Brew, I'm saying right now, I, I don't know why Does you Does he have say anything that. to do? Of course. Because you act, to me, you come off like when it's 21 0, no. Shanahan says, no. Purdy, Purdy. No, get in there. that's where you're mistaken. No, he that's helps build the league. Of course he does. I am not doubting that. I am not saying he's a bad football player. I am saying that we that the things that he will need to do 
to be the reason this Niners team finally gets over the well, hump. Uh, I do not reason? believe he's going he's to be able to, to be, do. No, I don't think he's supposed to be the reason. Well, they've had th- these pieces before, right? With well, the, the reason they haven't been able to well, go over the hump is quarterback Well, they've had McCaffrey for a play. half a year before yeah. this. Sure. He, he beat. Uh, he won his first playoff game. See, th- with just snow and rain and sleet analogy, I would say the equivalent of that is entering a playoff game as a, a Mr. Irrelevant rookie yeah, but uh, playing against a Seattle team and you throw for 300 yards and three touches. I would say the next week when you're facing America's team, the Dallas Cowboys, Dak Prescott, and you're going there and win, I would say that's analogous Drew, to some sleep. And I would say coming are- off the bye week with three bad games and right. everybody pouncing on you and saying you can't play. See, right. this is what we so told you. you. And coming out and playing two fantastic are- games is so the equivalent of my question. Rate. Are uh-huh. either one of you confident? And I'm really Really curious what you think, Wilds, because you have flip-flopped on this week to week. Results are, are you confident that if the Niners, by some d- chance, yeah. w- are trailing in the second half of a playoff game, that Purdy won't melt down? Are you melt confident? down? Yeah, because uh, no, he's melting yeah, down I'm, I'm each time. Really? I'm melting down isn't I, I playing why, poorly. Well, okay. That's not I don't know the why same that's thing. the conversation. Here's the numbers on, sure. on Purdy this season. He's number one in completion percentage. Wow. Yeah. Number one in touchdown percentage. Yeah. I, I and it used to be like, well, he's just, you know, dinking and dunking. But he's no, number that's, one in yards per pass. He's that, number one in passer rating. He's got a nine point lead on passer rating on on Tua. Yeah. That's about the difference between Mahomes and who, who did I look up? Uh, a, li- a little bit higher than Tommy DeVito. So Tommy him no. Mahomes <laughs> and Tommy DeVito are, are a little bit further away. But the question is, if if there's nothing he can do in the game, no, there is. Th- then there, I don't know. We shouldn't be having these conversations. No, th- th- he's playing perfectly, and you're like, how about in eight weeks if they're down in the second guys, half of playoff game? If like they, if he doesn't, if they're down late in the game mm-hmm. and he doesn't rally them to win, that doesn't mean he melted down. What about just not throw the ball directly to the other team? Well, one time, times? actually, when he did Bro, that, two of those tricked. times Bro, he was concussed. You're tricked no, into he, like he was concussed. He's wild. It's not hypotheticals. It's what we saw. Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Right. It's today. We're supposed to do today. This is actually what we saw. Hold on. I think you'll agree with me. This is what we saw. We saw him march his team to get them, not a 50-yard field goal. In a game he but played a, terribly A 40-yard yes, field goal. Yeah. Hold on, but you, if he played great and then didn't march him down, you'd harp on the, him not marching was, down. Hold on. Okay. So he gets and him in a 40-yard field goal. And then the two weeks he was concussed and then he missed. played poorly yeah, against the so, Bengals. So that's right. So, so what? How are you making a grand statement off because we don't, have, they they don't, don't have any, we don't have any, ex- the, the exact scenario that when he was 5-0 and when you were yelling at me about this, mm-hmm. and then you agreed with me when they lost three straight, and now you're yelling at me about it again. The exact scenario played itself out three, in different ways three weeks in a row. Either guys were missing and or they were trailing late. And in all three scenarios, the Niners, who had scored 30 points in every single game of the year, scored 17 and they you lost. You wouldn't give him a and pass. And so if the question is, if the question is, it did Brock Purdy play great yesterday? If that's the conversation you want to have, yes, everyone agrees. If the question is what you put it, which was, do I, am I now going to say, you know what? That answered my questions. I now don't doubt that Purdy is going to be the reason the Niners fall short in the playoffs. I don't think that's the, the answer. Question. No, the answer. He's going to be the reason they fall short. Yes. Yes. I mean, I, I I got Philly in the NFC, but I'm just saying, I, I don't think he's going to be the reason they fall short. Well, I'm curious what it'll end up being. Could be that different. Hot show, I told you. Or Philly's just... Cowboys rolled the listless Panthers in Carolina 33-10. to Dak threw two touchdowns, and this was, I don't know, kind of close, but we watched the game, it wasn't really close. Uh, until Dallas ran away with it. Here's Dak game. If you look on paper, right, a lesser opponent, um, but we knew we had to come in uh, noon start, something that we don't do we don't do too often. So had to get going fast uh, and not take them lightly, and and keep the focus high. And um, yeah, got the job done. To to say it was as clean and to say that that we did exactly what we wanted to do, I can't say that. Got to go look at the film, but um, you'll take the win any way we can get it. <laughs> any way we can get it, mean, maybe. Eli. Professor Bro. What grade do the Cowboys deserve here? Well, look, I mean, the, the novice will just, oh, and hey, and hey. But I got to bring context. All right, I'm a professor about yeah. this. So, Wiles, what were they playing what against? Playing? 
Another group of tomato cans. They were playing a tomato can like some of these other teams okay. they've beaten. Do we, do we I don't know that we need to bring out all of them. I don't think we but do. But here's the deal. Wilds, can you they were only playing a thing. tomato can. Yeah. They were playing the king of the tomato cans. They were playing the kings of the tomato cans. The one-win Carolina <laughs> Panthers. Now, keep that in mind as I drop these next set of facts. Okay. They're playing the king of the tomato cans. Yes. The granddaddy of the tomato cans. Yeah. And Dak Prescott throws for 189 yards. Hold on. On 38 attempts? That's five yards per attempt. Hmm. <laughs> Against the grand poobah. Of the tomato cans. They lead by one score entering the fourth quarter. Hmm. Against the big kahuna of the tomato cans. They are a a team that is fourth worst in the league in rushing. Mm -hmm. They give up 110 yards on the ground, nearly five we yards a carry. Less than 200 yards I'm, total. Look, I'm, can that finish well, my grading? Well, I don't know, If man. you want to do the grading, you can do the grading. <laughs> I don't do think grading. I can do okay? the Okay, so, I look, in light of those facts, mm-hmm. I have to bring out something, Nick, that might stun you. <laughs> it is a D. Is this defense again? For Duran. Oh. You well, tricked I am again. nothing if not fair. Duran Bland. <laughs> Duran, take a bow, my man. You oh. are fantastic. And you tied the NFL record with four pick sixes in these? a season. Uh-huh. And now for the Cowboys grade, B plus. Okay. <laughs> B plus, right. I, excellent. B plus. That, all right, B plus is I, uh, fine. I the, again, who am I to parse with Professor Broussard's grading system? Oh, it's good. I am going to say once again. I think I don't know why you did it. You're a little unfair to Dak. When all off season, he was told by you and others, take care of the football, take care of the football, and now. When he plays a perfectly clean game, the critique is, why wasn't there more wows when they won 33-10? to And I think once again, we are underselling the overall, what the commentary on this player was coming into the year and what his production has been thus far this year. So, Hubs, if we can show Dak's numbers this year, yesterday included, another clean game, he's having, by any metric, an exceptional season. And as far as the the question people had going into the year that I know we argued about, which was, can you trust Dak not to turn the ball over? Mm-hmm. And I said, well, the entirety of his career, he was three touchdowns to one interception, which is one of the best in league history until last year. And then this year, he's back three touchdowns to one interception. Well, look at that. It is Rodgers, Mahomes, Russ, Brady, and Dak as the highest of all time. And so, right where he's always been. And so I have a prediction for you, Kevin Wilds. Go. Tomato cans or not, I think this is going to happen. I think in, because th- on Thursday night, thanks or Thursday afternoon, Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. they're going to carve up the Washington Commanders. Yeah. And I think the next week, on another Thursday night, they're going to beat Seattle on national television. Okay. And then on Sunday night football, when Dak Prescott is for the seemingly seventh straight game, carving up the Eagles secondary en route to going 10-3, and three, Chris Collinsworth on Sunday Night Football is going to say, that's the MVP of the league. Oh, nice. And that Dak Prescott is going to continue on this. Now, I don't think you can really, I, I don't know what you think, Wilds, I don't think the Cowboys are probably eligible for an A-plus playing the Panthers because on Friday, Bruce said, try to score 60 50, points. 50. Well, you said 50 and then you ended up moving it to 60. I mean, several teams have put 40 plus on the, Yeah, okay. And so, I mean, and so that's what I, I that's where I think this is headed. Okay. Wow. That's pretty good. Okay. Pretty good. All right. Uh, last night, Broncos moved to 5-5 five and five after Russ floated the game-winning touchdown here to Cortland Sutton. Broncos now have the longest winning streak in the league. Here's Sean Payton. You get to see the grit. I kept talking about that groove in a rut. You know, there's such a fine line. In, uh, but I'm, I'm proud of the fight and in, in the way these guys have prepared. So you're asking me four wins in a row? Yeah, I think we, we got some momentum going. Um, I don't know if I'm ready to groove yet. 
not ready to groove. Uh, one four straight after a one and five start last ten years. Broncos, we don't know if they're going to make the playoffs, but the Colts and the Chiefs both made the playoffs. So are the Broncos for real? As a bonus, are they headed to the playoffs? Well, I do think, while I, 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 here's what I feel like I know. Russell Wilson's for real. I think Russell Wilson's back to being a good quarterback. I don't think he's Russell Wilson with Seattle yet, or if he ever gets back to that. But I do think he's a good quarterback now. And one thing he's done, Nick, throughout his career, he hadn't turned the ball over. He's got 19 touchdowns, four interceptions. Mm -hmm. That's the number one TD to interception ratio in the league. He's always been high among the passer ratings. He's in the top five all time. He's third now in the league in passer rating. So I think Russ is fine. I think the defense is for real. Ironically, after giving up 70 points, here they are since week seven. Look at these ranks. Passing rating fourth in, in their defense. Look at the giveaways, but opponents points for game 17. That's tied for first. Lead the league in takeaways in these last three, four games. And then, obviously, the uh, turnover differential. So, look, I think Russ is fine. The defense is fine. Yep. Sean Payton, obviously, is a good coach. So I think they do have a chance to make the playoffs. I'm not putting them in there yet, but when you they control their own destiny, Nick, because here's who they play. Cleveland, Houston, the, the Chargers twice. Yeah, they're about and to then the Raiders. They're playing well, they're playing the teams that they need to beat to that they're gonna be competing with Interesting. for one of those final few playoff spots. And they look, they beaten the Chiefs, the Bills, and the Vikings. Those are three good teams they've beaten, so I think they they got a shot for these playoffs. I also think we got to shout out Sean Payton. After that Dolphins loss, we were like, hey, this defense is an issue. Everyone was ripping defensive coordinator. Like, you got to make a change. You got to make a change. He's like, I'm not going to. I'm going to stick with it. And now all of a sudden they're getting all these turnovers, turn it right around. So I'm starting yeah. to believe in the Broncos. Well, so listen, I think they're about to lose three of their next four. I think they have less than 10% chance of making the playoffs. I also agree we should give credit to Sean Payton. They didn't let go of the rope. He, they, I, I was highly critical of him. They've done a really good job. They're 99, Brandon Allen on their defense, one of the most underrated mm -hmm. players in the league. Cortland Sutton's been excellent. Right. I feel differently about Russ than you in this regard. I think – the best-case scenario for Denver is to salvage Russ's image enough that he's movable this offseason, that you can trade oh, him. Somebody going to take on that contract. Well, that's the – I mean, again, that would be – the if Sean Payton wants the best chance at this Broncos tenure to really be able to go under his image, I think you have to find a way to move off Russell and Wilson. Get, and, but to get and, who? To get – what do you mean? Oh, specifically? Yeah, like, I mean, yeah, oh, they're like, not obviously now. They're not getting. Oh, I think Caleb you. Williams I think you there. draft a quarterback that he is able to mold that is super cheap and that way offsets. Because for a year, if you trade Russ, you're going to be paying no, that dead now cap hit now anyway. Too, now they're too but, good. What, see, do you but think I they could cut him if they keep playing this way? And yeah, I mean, I think they could, but I think if he keeps this up, I think I think someone would take on. I think there are enough quarterback desperate teams that might take Somebody on the contract for. He's got 19 touchdowns and four interceptions. Yeah, four, four I, I, minutes I'm, ago we were like, shout out to Dak for not having that for many nineteen energy. and six. Yeah, yeah, six because, yeah, but that's but that's where the hold on, but that's where the context of all this stuff matters. Like you, you guys have watched the Broncos play this year, and I give Russ credit because, like you said, he last year he's he was a disaster, a and this year he's been he's not making he, killer mistakes. Right, they're I understand. not scoring more. But, but that's not but that's not what the third highest paid player in league history is there for. And so if you're Sean Payton and you want your best chance, I think of really competing, that's probably that would be their best case scenario that he plays well enough that somebody wants him and that you can move off him Maybe. if not I think this is you're kind of stuck in the middle in Denver I that's why I think but, but I give him credit I thought they could have been three and 14 so I give him credit but now like you're gonna draft someone better than Mahomes so I'd stick with Russ uh Josh Allen roller coaster headed up next on FS1 and Sirius XM this episode is brought to you by U.S. Bank. If you ask me, nothing goes quite together like football and food, especially in the fall. College football on Saturday, the pros on Sunday, and the U.S. Bank Altitude Go Visa Signature Card provides the perfect way to earn rewards. Whether watching your team with other super fans at a local eatery or in the comfort of your own living room. 
earn four times points when you dine out or have food delivered, maybe order a pizza and watch the big game on that big TV of yours, plus earn two times points at grocery stores, which is great if you're tailgating at the stadium with hot dogs and hamburgers. Even getting to the game can be rewarding as you'll earn two times points at gas stations and EV charging stations. Go to usbank.com slash altitude go to learn more about how you can earn 20,000 bonus points worth $200 if you spend $1,000 in the first 90 days of opening your account. Score big with the U.S. Bank Altitude Go Visa Signature Card. Visit usbank.com slash altitude go to apply. Limited time offer. The creditor and issuer of this card is U.S. Bank National Association. Pursuant to a license from Visa USA Incorporated, some restrictions may apply. Welcome back to a hot show. The Bills got a new offensive coordinator and got back on the winning track against the I can't believe you lost to them earlier this year Jets. <laughs> Josh throws for three touchdowns. Here he is post game. Every season, man, like has its ups and downs. It's gonna you're gonna have adversity. It's how you you bounce back from the adversity, and sometimes it takes a spark like this to to ignite your team. Um, you know, I think back to a couple years ago, we were seven seven and six. Um, backs against the wall there too and you know it's obviously slightly different this time around um, but we've got guys that have been there before and you know we just got to keep leaning on each other and um, like I said keep taking it week by week. Okay Brew <laughs> is your faith in the Bills restored? No not yet uh, it's just one game now there were some things you saw that you liked right they scored 32 points that's the most the Jets have given up this season Jets have played well. We know they're not a good team overall, but defensively they're good. And Coach will love – I'm sure you love this. They ran the ball 38 times. That that was a huge difference. That's more than they ran it all this year, all last year, back to the last coordinator, which was Brian Dable, right? So now Ken Dorsey never ran the ball this much. I think that helped Josh Allen do some things. And it wasn't Josh Allen running. It was Latavius Murray and and obviously James Cook. So I I think that – I like that, but – for me to have faith in this team, I'm going to have to see it consistently, and we're going to find out real quickly. Philadelphia, Kansas City, Dallas. Those are the next yeah. three opponents. Mm-hmm. So we'll, I'll, I'll develop some faith if they come through that looking okay. You're right. I, I do love the fact they ran the ball as much as they did. I don't like the way that they got to this new offensive coordinator, and I don't think it's right. So, so they decide to replace they, – they decide to make the move – in light of the previous game. In the previous game, the Bills go down, they take the lead in the game, and then the defense goes in the field, which is coached by the head coach, and they give up a 28-yard pass interference penalty that sets up a field goal. But because the head coach is the defensive coordinator, they're not communicating whether it's going to be field goal block or whether it's going to be the, the field goal safe team. So they get 12 guys in the field, give the, give the Broncos another chance, they kick the field goal, win the game, and then they fire the offensive coordinator. And to me, that... That's wrong. That, 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 that thought process is wrong and it's flawed. And, yeah, there was a little bit of an adrenaline boost and a little bit of, of like, a, like taking a shot of espresso yeah. for this team. But to get to where they got to through that thought process doesn't instill more confidence in me. It instills less. Like Oof. they're panicking. And, and the but re- they've been panicking, Coach. Just sorry to interrupt. All year. Like, is my faith re- – like, I'm agreeing with you, by the way, here. Like, is my faith restored? I don't know if their faith is restored. Like, I'm following the Bills' lead before the year even started. Sean McDermott was very concerned about Stephon Diggs, and it turns out he should have been because Trayvon says he wants out of there. And then during the year, Josh Allen was so cool, calm, and collected. He was creating new forms of mental state, like low positive. Looks like and that, not though. too high and not too low. And then they, were they treating it like the other year they were 7-5? and five? No. You know how I know, Coach? Because that year they didn't fire anyone midseason because they were so upset about falling to 5-5. Five and five. With that said, though, listen, Bills fans are really good people. Upstate New York, hard, especially this time of year. They love their team. And this was a great win. They avoided the ignominy of being swept by Zach Wilson. So you know what I think it deserves, Wilds? Oh, no. I think it deserves some banners. So can we drop some banners for the good people of Buffalo and the Buffalo Bills? Double banners. Listen, the good part about the roller coaster, Wilds, is sometimes you get that peak. You get that apex. And yesterday was perfect. And with that win... 
hang this banner right alongside the fake Lombardi in the press. Lead the NFL in blowouts. Oh. Nobody. That's the thing. That's where the Cowboys. The, yeah. yeah. Wow. That's, I didn't know that. Yeah. They have four games where they, they have won of 25 plus points. Wow. That's where they trick people. And that's where also the analytics folks will be like, actually, there was nothing ever wrong with the Bills offense. Here's what their they, EPA yep. per play and all this stuff was. Oh. Because when they are humming, coach, they do look unstoppable. The problem is they find a way to put, you know, put rice in their own gears to uh, gum themselves up. But go ahead. And, and I get that you may need to make a change, but to make a change because you blew it on defense and you blew it on special teams and now we're going to fire the offensive coordinator? Like, what is that about? They already don't fired you the think... D coordinator. And the I, I, I agree with you. Obviously, that we're game... running out of people to fire. <laughs> that game wasn't the offense's fault, at least as far as why they lost. The, the, but I think over the, the Saints, previous – not at the end. Right, over the previous – the last several weeks, they had not looked good offensively. They, you know, it looked – they'd score late and make it yeah. look like, oh, they scored they 25 didn't look points right. or whatever. So I think the offense had – I thought Dorsey did need to go before last week because – one, like the offense wasn't as balanced, mm-hmm. and I thought they needed a jolt. But so you, I, you the just timing, like to see some cause and effect. Yeah, you the timing I mean? was like, could be off, but I thought they needed to change. I respect you for that take because I know it's hard for you when it's the most rushing attempts in the last two years. Everything in me, everything right. in me. Ran the ball fifty-four. Bills fans, time. never forget Sorry. who had your back. <laughs> yeah. Who you? Me. I'm oh, out here yeah. supporting. All right. You guys are all like killing them. I'm a <laughs> basically here. Bills mafia. <laughs> On the other side of the ball, what a way to end the Zach Wilson era. Series of plays. There's Zach falling down, uh, and then That's of course funny. we have this. Uh, when he takes out Robert Sala. Sala, I think Sala might get fined by the league. <laughs> you can't drive quarterbacks into the ground like that, that, Robert. Of course, an interception. <laughs> yeah. Here's the Jets' passing offense yesterday. Zach Wilson went 7 for 15, 81 yards. The quarterback, Tim Boyle, who's now the starter, mm-hmm. 7 for 14. And the punter goes 1 for 1 for 18. He did not throw an interception. <laughs> Tim Boyle, again, will be starting. Uh, we'll start with you, Nick. Have the Jets botched their QB situation? Tom, I mean, yeah, everyone knows, yes, they have, and I just want to give the blow-by-blow blow of it. Today is November 20th, 2023, mm-hmm. okay? On November 20th of 2022, Zach Wilson played in a game that he went to the podium after and was like, I don't know why everyone's blaming me. The oh, famous, that was a year ago? That was one year ago today. Wow. wow. He was banner? then – I'm sorry? Is there a banner? No, there's no banner. <laughs> uh, after that game, he was benched for the first time. Mm-hmm. One year ago today, he was benched and demoted to third string on November 20th. On December 18th, he was the starter again. By December 22nd, he was benched mid-game again. And then, November 19th of yesterday, he was benched once again. So he's been benched three separate times for Mike White, Chris Strebler, and Tim Boyle. It's just a sliding scale of embarrassing people to replace you. Mm. And now the Jets have to turn to Tim Boyle. Who I've talked about, and it's been well documented at this point, in his football career post-high school, all of college, all of pros, has 15 touchdowns, 35 picks. Tim Boyle, who in the last 30 years in the NFL, one player has a higher interception percentage than the famous Nathan Peterman. That's it, of guys who have thrown at least 120 passes. And so I don't blame Tim Boyle for being Tim Boyle. God bless him. He befriended Aaron Rodgers, and it's like you know, a ticket to jobs and everything. Good for him. I don't blame Zach Wilson for being Zach Wilson. He threw that one great throw at a pro day, and all of a sudden you're third overall pick. I blame the Jets front office coach for putting all of their eggs in a near 40-year-old quarterback's basket, protecting that basket with an awful offensive line, and having the contingency plan be a quarterback whose confidence you have willfully shattered multiple times, and then when that quarterback gets hurt, Aaron Rodgers, you're like, we'll go with the kid. We believe in Zach. And then you can't even see that through, so now you go with Boyle. So I blame the front office entirely. I I was okay with going all in on Aaron Rodgers. I I understand the thought process. I understand the upside. What I wasn't okay with was keeping Zach when they did. And unless you had some, some significant amount of proof that he had improved significantly, 
Why not go get another quarterback that you know if something happens to Aaron Rodgers, you are at a competitive level. Maybe it's not perfect, but you're at a competitive level. And then Zach can continue to develop maybe as a third with the, with the hope that, that he eventually becomes something you know, better than he had shown to that point. But now they are where they are, and it's going to be more of the same. Yeah, I, I was fine starting the season with him as a backup. But after the first two games he played after Rodgers got hurt, when he had a combined passer rating of 100, combined in, in two games, losses to Dallas and New England, we were talking about it. Go get a Carson Wentz. Heck, Carson Wentz could they have the traded for Joshua Dobbs? Or just range, yeah. Could they have traded for Dobbs? You, you know, could have done anything. Dobbs. They are probably a playoff They'd team. They'd be excited with Carson yeah. Wentz yeah. right now. Or, or they, they, love Carson. There's you know a lot what? of things they could have done. But Wilds, yeah. bright spot. Because, again, it? I'm trying to be very positive. What, what day is today? What did I say it was? The it is, 21st? Yeah. 20th. Or today's the 20th, 20th. Pardon me. Rogers back practicing in like 13 days. <laughs> He's going to be fine. Odd one. That's Guys, it's out there. They're going to be it's back. Out it's out there. The Jets Flacco, are going to be back. Flacco has a Jets jersey. Yeah. He does. He's like, you know what, guys? I can show up. Mike White. Uh, coming up next, Mike White. Brandon Staley. Oh, coach is going to hate Bruce. Bruce wanted him out. Coach is going to hate him. He should have been gone. Chargers going the wrong direction. Quinn Johnson with a pivotal late drop. The team drops to four and six. Brandon Staley asked if he was going to drop the job of calling the defense. Uh, the answer is no. Listen. <laughs> I have full confidence, like I t- I've told you, and like I've told you from the beginning, I have full confidence in our way of playing. Full confidence in myself as the play caller, in the way that we teach, in the way that we scheme. Full confidence in that. we got to bring this group together and do it consistently, okay? And that's where it's at. So you can stop asking that question, okay? I'm going to be calling the defenses, okay? So we're clear. So you don't have to ask that again. We did this as a team. Stop making it about one unit because that's not what happened out there today. Our team lost, and I am fully responsible for it, and I take full responsibility. But we lost as a team today, and that's the storyline. That's the storyline. Chargers giving up 291 passing yards. It's the worst in the league. you got to fire back if you're the reporter. Bro, would a new coach fix the Chargers? Yes. I'm not saying they'd win the Super Bowl, but I think they definitely would be a better team, and I think they'd be a playoff team, like a perennial playoff team. Look, I, I, you guys know I was saying Staley should have been gone maybe after that playoff game last year mm-hmm. where they blew the big lead at halftime to the Jaguars or during the season, even after a win, because I saw this coming, right? It was down. a win. <laughs> I said I still would have got rid of him. Now they're four and six. And here's the thing. He's a defensive guy. Right? Their defense was a top 10 defense the three previous years before he got there. Since he's been there, they've been a bottom 10 defense. Are you telling me Derwin James is washed? He's only 27 years old. Okay, are you telling me Khalil Mack, who has 11 sacks this year, is washed? Are you? Oh, okay, but still, are you telling me Joey Bosa, who's 28 years old, is washed? At 28, he's washed? I'm just saying, like, this defense should not be this bad. I get it yesterday. The defense wasn't really the problem. They only gave up, what, 23 points. But overall, it's been a mess. Just for the record, Jordan mess. Love threw for 322. Yeah. They, well, right. Exactly. There you go. Against so. that defense. But the points, they – but I think Austin Eckler's made comments. Keenan Allen's made tweets. And now you had somebody yesterday saying something's got to change. You know, we can't go on like this. Like, they're a mess. And I don't know if he's going to make it through the season. But, yeah, they'd be better off with a different coach. You ever notice that no coaches ever make the bud list? Because <laughs> they're never going to be encouraged. Bruce <laughs> is like the grim reaper of coaches. And, and look, I, I understand where you're coming from, and, and there's a lot of merit to what you're saying, especially when that's, that's your specialty defense and you're calling the defense and things aren't, aren't going very well. But when you look at the Chargers organization, you've got to wonder how much of the dysfunction is purely coaching and how much of the dysfunction is, is organizational. Right. And there's, there's a lot of owners in that organization. There's a lot of people involved in different aspects of the team. Who, who's got to say on, on free agency, on the draft, on game decisions? There's a lot of cooks in that kitchen. Now, typically when you get a guy like Justin Herbert, if he's really the guy, those guys can overcome dysfunction in the organization. Ouch. For a lot of years... People thought that the Cincinnati Bengals were dysfunctional, and Joe Burrow has come in there and changed that whole perception. Until so their dysfunction got him injured. Twice is in is Herbert the guy? That's a question. How much of it is organizational dysfunction? But I would say, from a head coaching perspective, they're going to ask you tough questions. And when you start saying stuff like, I don't talk to the fan base, I talk to the player, 
It's not good. Right. And when you get frustrated in front of the media, it's not good. You ask for poise from all your players. You need to show that same poise, even if you're unhappy with what they're asking. Oh. That's and their job. Listen, I don't know what it would have been the last three years uh, when they had this allegedly stacked roster and Herbert was still cheap if they had a better coach. I know what it's going to be the next few years, which is going to look a lot like the Chargers have looked the last decade. They're going to work a better coach. Yeah, they're not. They're not a coach away. Like Mike Williams is done. Right? For the year, and then right. he's not going to be on the team probably next year. Keenan Allen's their best offensive player than Herbert. He is going to be one of the older number one receivers in football next year. Eckler is going to be out the door. The, Khalil Mack has, uh, if, after last year, underachieving this year, like to your point, played better. But Joey Bo said two and a half sacks, and now is, you know, was on the cart. It seemingly is season's over. The J.C. Jackson thing was a miss. Derwin James, a player I've loved but has underachieved this year. Yeah. And they put a lot They put a lot towards this little mini era. And so I think next year, pick the coach. You give him whatever coach you want. This is not a playoff team next year. Wow. Everybody keeps talking about how talented and how good the Chargers are. And every year they win nine games or they win eight games. Like this right. is what it's been since Phillip Rivers won 12 games four years in a row. 15 years ago, and since then it's been this. I hear you, but but I, I'm i not saying they'll win the AFC, but I think with Justin Herbert, and I, I don't know if he's got – I've said this on this show. I don't know if he's got what Joe Burrow has as far as the intangibles to lead a team, but I do think he's a very good quarterback. Usually usually great <clears throat> quarterbacks can overcome yeah. And we got to go because we're about to talk about that. one of them. We gotta talk about well, no, we're talking about the prince next. That's what I'm yeah, the guy <laughs> who came back on Herbert. Sorry. The whole reason we're talking about next. Staley being on the hot seat, because the prince embarrassed. I wonder him. why. Had they won a playoff game last year, we wouldn't be talking about it. The prince. Coming up tomorrow, it's Mahomes Mountain. Ooh, we'll find out tonight if there's a change at the top. Dun dun dun. Check in on the prince who did a little bit of everything. Two oh. rushing touchdowns. That's two through the air. Four total touchdowns? That's a lot. For the weak link. 262 yards and a win over the Titans. Brew, the Prince was number two on the bud list. So how much credit do you deserve? For that's not walk? the question. Right. That, that is, the is question. not the question. We that agreed is the question. We that agreed on question. Can we see, can we see we last week's bud list? Can we see last week's bud list? I don't like wow. to brag about the motivational that powers, the inspirational awesome. force of the bud list. But DTR number three, Dorian Thompson Robinson. Gets his first okay. win of his w. career. A crying, he was so inspired by the man. Trev, uh, Josh yeah, Allen. Let's go, Josh Allen. That's not we the just question. talked about what he did. Such man, a big highest segment. passer rating since week four, coach. Great job. Scores the most points the Jets have given up this week. That's and great. now Trevor in the hold on, Nick. Listen to this. <laughs> Trevor, highest passer rating of the season. First two rushing touchdowns of the year. Wow. First game he has more than two total touchdowns that was this season. Trevor I, bro, see, I, is I, about connecting with the players. Don't. Trevor <laughs> doesn't need the fancy nickname. He doesn't need the bugles bro, and the horns I, and the good flutes. Good job, bro. He just needs tough love, coach. That's what I'm about. Okay. Old school, tough okay. love, don't, and he gets it. Don't take those I'm not sunglasses even mad off. You earned them. <laughs> I you said, you said on Thank the you. air, on the air, two weeks ago, when I was attacking you for your rampant flip flopping, mm -hmm. you said, and I quote, "Well, sometimes you know, I just don't want it to be three on one or two on one. Yeah, so I whatever. Yeah. You set this whole thing up with the question on this sheet is, Brew, do you owe the prince an apology? Yeah." And you changed. You he knew it wasn't a good question. Okay. Well, you know what? Luckily, Brew. You should be Brew, thanking me, too. How have Nick's picks done since they the, were on the bud list? I mean, I'm like 4-1 or something right. like that. But that's not the good point. Good job, Brew. Here's the thing. Coaches? You know, what's fair for the goose is fair Thanks. for the gander, I yep. think is what they say. Good for the goose. Good for sure. I, um, I participate in a little dirty pool myself. Uh, here we go. Because ah. you guys know I'm very popular in Jacksonville, in the greater Duval That's true. County. Those tequila Ooh. bottles. The, the, I, yeah, I paid for a tailgate, the local media. So I had Hubs create a little sizzle reel of Brew's antagonizing comments to Trevor, <laughs> and they played it for him at his press conference. <laughs> no, well, let's play, the, let's play the video and go ahead. He responds to you, Brew. Play it, please, Follow Hubs. like you, but he looks like right now He's just game managing. I mean, I'm not thinking about any of that stuff. Uh, I could care less what those what those guys say, to be honest. Uh, that's really my only response to that. Here's the thing, though, Trevor, you didn't ask for this, all right? You didn't ask for the bugle boys. 
You didn't ask for the nickname, the prince that was promised. You, you didn't ask for the royal music that is playing right now. It doesn't matter. You know, if those guys think I'm the best thing in the world, it doesn't matter either. Um, so it doesn't really matter. And not really a good season. Hey, he's kind of the weak link right now. Hurts that he said that, but no. <laughs> no, I really don't. I don't care. Okay, so that was all tough love, Trevor. You responded, baby. Right, Drew, just so you know, I lied to you there. That was actually him talking about Arden Key and others saying it's a one-read <laughs> quarterback. But it's not the point. Here's the thing, Coach. Right now, if the playoff standings were to hold, who are the only – the AFC is the stat conference. The conference is all the great quarterbacks, all of it. Who are the only quarterbacks who would have started back-to-back -back playoff games? The King and the Prince. That's it. Of Hall, this great quarterback conference I got to hear about. Well, and Trevor's a game hurt. manager. Right? It's a very simple question. Who's the only, right now, if the standings hold, who's the only quarterback that when the playoffs start was like, oh, I was here last year? The King and the Prince. Josh, That's is that, it. you got Josh out the, right now. Well, they, I, if the standings hold, then. Josh. Is, well, oh, you, oh, now you're Josh, a Bills guy? All of a sudden? Coach, come on. He had a bad game. He turned around four touchdowns. He had guys calling him. Yeah, the King and the Prince. The King and the Prince. A lot of finagling in that. There's no finagling. It's a very straightforward question. So I think the reason Brew doesn't owe an apology, I know that ends up not being the question, but the reason that I think you're justified in the way that you're thinking is because of what he was actually responding to. So Nick Bosa talked to him about talked about him saying he's a one-read quarterback. And then Arden Key talked about the fact that had to make him go through his reads when he was in Jacksonville. Arden, he played together and he was hurt, you know, that he has a nice relationship with Arden, that he would say that. But what I can tell you is those guys aren't grinding the All-22 like Wilds and coming up with that scouting report on their own. That's coming from defensive coordinators who are talking about this is what we need to do to beat him. So that's, that's the, the line on him now. That, that's the way that people think about him. So until he consistently proves that he can go through his read progression, that's going to be the stumbling block, mm. and that's going to be the limiting factor uh -oh. because that's not, that's not an accident that multiple players from multiple teams are saying that. That's coming from the defensive board. Oh, coordinator. coming up next, D'Amico Ryans. Mm. Okay, so that's going to play out. Big game. Another loss against the Texans. Maybe I'll put him on the bread. I would. Yeah. It depends. Do I want to help him or CJ? <laughs> Start off with Mr. Perfect. Welcome back to a hot show, Brock Purdy. Perfect passer rating. Wasn't good enough for everybody on the show, though, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Couldn't play any better if he tried. 333 yards, three touchdowns. Here's McCaffrey postgame. There's always going to be critics. He knows that. Everybody in here knows that. And um, I like when he plays a little bit edgy with a chip on his shoulder. I kind of hope the critics just keep coming because it pisses them off and plays really well. How much did you enjoy that play? criticism for Brock right now is that his teammates are doing all the work. Sometimes they'll say, well, it's just because Christian McCaffrey's on the team. But what's your opinion yeah, of that? That's a, that's a horrendous statement. That doesn't, that's never been the case. It's not that. I mean, okay. Uh, MVP odds hurts now in one. Then Lamar and then Mahomes, Tua, CJ Stroud. And then, Brute, it is Two a little, Niners. It is a little, hey, how about that? A little bit off. Uh, it's pretty back in the MVP race. Well, they listen to me because you guys know I've said Hurts right now Let's would be my MVP. Mm -hmm. Yes, <laughs> Purdy. I like where he's at. And here's the difference. I'm going to be sober-minded about this. Oh, good. In one year. Jalen Hurts, Lamar, Mahomes, and CJ, they are all viewed as the reasons, and rightly so, that their teams are where they are. That's right. Okay? Not true for Tua. Or uh, Brock Purdy. Now, if you're looking at the Niners, their, their real MVP might be is probably Trent Williams. He's probably their best player because when Trent Williams was out, guess who else wasn't running the ball, wasn't moving on offense? McCaffrey. I know he scored touchdowns, but he wasn't gaining yards. McCaffrey's got four games under 55 yards rushing. All right, so here's why I think Purdy is in the race, though. I can't believe if they go If they go 13-4, and four, Coach, and if Purdy's numbers, this is what they project out to. If he's number one in passer rating, yep. if he has 31 touchdowns and nine interceptions, okay. if he throws for 4,500-plus yards, and if Lamar or Jalen or Mahomes don't really distinguish themselves statistically and their teams don't have maybe not even equal records, then I think he's definitely in the hunt. And he's got big games coming up. Wait. How does he do? Hold on. How does he do against Philadelphia? How does he do against Baltimore? 
These are two guys you're going to be going against two times against Seattle. So if he continues to play well in those games, I think where he's at right now is fine. But he's got a chance to move up if he can, if he plays well. well I just want to make sure. I don't want to even go. I just want to make sure I understand what you said. Is the scenario you just laid out, the Niners win 13 and no one else wins more than 12? No, 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 no. If, if, I mean, Mahomes is having – he's carrying the team with less than Purdy, obviously, as far as his receivers. So, But I'm saying he Purdy has a chance if they go 13 and 4 and he's got 30 – his okay. numbers project. Right, go ahead, Coach. Yeah, it's it's hard for me to to think about him in the MVP race, but in fairness to him, his numbers are are incredible. And when you, what was this the highest quarterback rating for a San Francisco quarterback since nineteen eighty nine? Yeah, I think yeah. And ever if you game. throw more than twenty, yeah. Passes. So that was impressive. But I found another stat that I that kind of swayed me to say, yeah, he should be in this oh. in this race. Can we bring that up? I because Nick might find this. He is now in his first fifteen oh. career starts in NFL history. Has the highest passer rating, just surpassing Patrick Mahomes. That's pretty. That's pretty impressive. Warner. So here's his first 15 games. Yeah. Here's here's the person that that Nick is in love with, and then there's Kurt Warner, who's also a pretty impressive. And, and coach, can I back that up with you? Sure. And I'm not saying Purdy's as good as obviously Patrick Mahomes. I've said he's the best. Well, I mean, seen. He's but better both, in his first 15 games. <laughs> but we can't say Mahomes didn't have a great offensive mind in Andy Reid and great receivers and Kelsey Very and Hunt. Incredibly talented. Right. Hill, and same thing for uh, Kurt Warner. Yep. So yeah. if you use that against Purdy, why not against those guys? Because the the reason be- – And he's better well, than Kurt both Warner, those guys. The, the re- Mahomes, yes, but Kurt Warner? The reason that, point? that those guys, those seasons, first of all, is that you're using part of his numbers last year and now this year for that. It's his first 15 I understand. Stars. I, I understand, but that's – Make the, it up. No, I'm just saying for the MVP race, for Mahomes and Warner – for Mahomes, 14 of those were the in, within the, the season one MVP for Warner, all of them. The reason I think those guys distinguished themselves other than the eye test was because we had seen those exact teams with those weapons not achieve anything like they did on this level. The re- immediately good, before. Yeah, and they were totally held back by their limited quarterback, who I liked and he's a good guy, but they were held back. And the Rams were a team that thought Trent Green was going to take them over the top of those weapons, and we had seen them the year before. The Niners, to your point, had been perpetually in the conference championship game, but I don't want to have the same old argument. I just don't. I, I can't believe we're going to do this twice in the same year. It's baffling to me that we are twice in the same year. Because he's going, having a great year. I, I, Brew, I, so is Christian McCaffrey, right? Christian McCaffrey leading the league in rushing yards, right? Second in the league in rushing touchdowns is by everyone on this table would agree is the best skill player on their offense, including quarterbacks. I'm saying take out offensive line. Hey, if you want to, sure. all of a sudden we want to give, say offensive lineman can win league MVP, that's going to be a no, hard I'm sell. Saying, I'm yeah, but so of those guys, here, like if we player. want to go outside the box and, and give it to uh, the best story, C.J. Stroud's right there, guys, with a touch worse numbers. Not much worse, a touch worse numbers. And if you're a quarterback wins guy, one guy has seven wins, the other guy has six, so it's one less win on a far worse supporting cast with no all-pros anywhere on the team except for his left tackle as well, Laramie Tunsil. Like, right now, if we want to do kind of a – non-quarterback MVP, or at least have that eligible. I said before this week, I'll say again, Miles Garrett going into the weekend, I said I think he's been the best player on the best unit in football. This weekend he had another two sacks. He also picked up a Steelers mm-hmm. helmet and didn't conk anyone on the head with it. So Extra that shows personal that. Growth, growth and improvement. So it'd be Garrett. But, like, if we – to me, the groups would be Hurts, Mahomes, Lamar, and who, CJ in that first group, Tua and Dak in the next group, and then the non – quarterbacks would be Garrett, Tyreek, and Christian McCaffrey. Nobody, nobody thinks Brock Purdy is the most valuable player in the NFL. And if Nobody all, thinks Dak Prescott but, is either, though. It, right. And I, do I, I mean, had I'm, him, but like, I'm saying, why can't Purdy be in that group? I mean, Prescott isn't the, even on that. Because I, be, I believe every other player that I listed there, and I think you do but too. Can you, if, can you totally disregard the success he's had? I, I mean, I think, when, that, I think, I I think coach, that's unfair too to say right. that that coach. even though he's broken I'm, records, even though he's he's 
reached I, milestones that haven't been reached in, in 30 years that we have to completely disregard how he's performed. On. So this is and, this and is where I think be it eligible is. For no, I'm not saying no. This is where I think people are totally intellectually dishonest about the argument. It is not. Will are we going to completely disregard everything? The question is not does he deserve credit. The question is not is he better than you expected. The question is the single most prestigious award mm -hmm. that is given out in the entire league. Should we give him that? It is not a deprivation of credit, or it is not saying the guy sucks to say he's not the NFL's MVP. And everybody knows it. And everybody knows that every other quarterback I listed, if the Niners had it, there would be no Super Bowl discussion. There would be no, oh, I wonder who the best team is. I wonder who's going to win the whole thing. It would be, oh, my God, the Niners with Lamar Jackson or the Niners with Jalen Hurts or the Niners with, damn, even C.J. Stroud. We would say they are clearly the best team in the league. And the reason people have a question is the quarterback. I don't know. So if the, if the yeah, reason people have a question, gonna have to matter. It, it matters. It already matters. It doesn't mean he gets to be the MVP of the league. And it certainly doesn't when two weeks ago we were talking about him being the reason they can't come back in games. We weren't. You were. Bro, bro you, we, I was sitting here with you. And, right. you, and you, had all, you had backed the conversation all the way to, listen, I never said he was great. I never yet, have. I, I, last week I called him is, great kind of But is, is he great? No. Then he's not the MVP. There have been MVPs who aren't great. Is Rich Gannon great? Yeah, he was. He that year, was that and year. Brock Purdy and, has been great this okay. year. All right. I mean, listen, if that's if, – if I mean, he's got the highest pass rating of all time. You're advocate, and you just said he's not great. So can he not be the MVP? That's all I'm asking. You, you can have a great year. Yes, a great and year. And he's having a great year. Uh, if you agreed. have a great year, you can be MVP. Okay. Sure. All right. Don't you think that if the guy's leading the league in completion percentage and passer rating, he deserves a spot in the MVP conversation? No. Okay. I don't. Jimmy Garoppolo led the league in passer rating with the Niners. Jimmy we G never it. put up numbers like this. No. Not you said you showed ahead, a four-game stretch. Sorry. We never put up so numbers. We, like so this. We, we, we dove into Cowboys and we came Brock back. Oh, let's go back. Yeah. Let's go back to Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go back to Cowboys. Cowboys uh, dispatched to the Panthers. Are we running the Dak post game? Oh, here we're, we're back. Sorry, we're, it's a roller coaster. Um, uh, here's Dak post game. Take a listen. If you look on paper, right, a lesser opponent, um, but we knew we had to come in uh, noon start, something that we don't do we don't do too often. So had to get going fast uh, and not take them lightly, and and keep the focus high. And um, yeah, got the job done. To to say it was is clean, and to say that that we did exactly what we wanted to do, I can't say that. Got to go look at the film, but um, you'll take the win any way we can get it. It was 33 to 10. Uh, odds to win the NFC: the Eagles at one, then San Francisco with the MVP. Cowboys, Lions, and then the Seahawks. Uh, so Cowboys, Brew, over, under, or perfectly rated here? Perfectly. They're clearly not the Philadelphia or San Francisco. They're better than Seattle. And they're about, uh, we don't know if they're better than Detroit. I mean, they look like they're about right there. Uh, Dallas is seven wins. Here's the thing. Have come over opponents with a combined 21 and 51 record. I know, but that's not okay. fair. What do you want well, them to do? No, they do. They take care of them. I'm just saying Detroit, 32 and 49, their opponents. Both of these teams, Detroit and Dallas, beat the Chargers by three. And both of them, when they faced a team on the top tier, Baltimore for Detroit, San Francisco for Dallas, actually got beat by 32 points. So I think those two teams should be right there together and obviously Philly and San Francisco in, in front. Yeah, I, I agree, Brewer. I think they're perfectly aligned where they are. And, and there's questions with Jared Goff. Jared Goff has been very inconsistent, especially over the last four games. Brutal game this week and then Brutal game this week, pulled yeah. it out, which you're encouraged by, but you're discouraged by the fact that, you know, he's having the struggles that he's having. I think there's been two games in this four-game stretch where he's been about a 65, 68 quarterback rating. And it's, it's that inconsistency at quarterback. The questions we have at quarterback with, with Dak that puts them both kind of in that same – that, that same bucket, which is, which is where they are now. So I think Dallas on a neutral site would beat Philadelphia. Hmm. But I also think that the, 
it is impossible right now to believe in them against the Niners because the Niners have beaten them with different quarterbacks under different circumstances. And they, you know, with Christian McCaffrey, without Christian McCaffrey. Here's what I, I do think I think the odds right now are about correct. I think Detroit is actually slightly undervalued because I think Detroit's mm. going to end up being the one seed. And I think that is what Dallas is desperately rooting for. Because if Dallas can't run down Philly, because even if they beat Philly, it's going to be hard for right. Dallas to win if they finish with the same record. What Dallas's perfect scenario that isn't Dallas getting the one seed is Detroit gets it. Dallas is the top wild card like it was last year, and they play the NFC South, whatever. And the 2-3 oh, is Philly-San Francisco. Yeah, that'd be good. And, you know, and Philly and San Francisco have to play each other in round two. And then Dallas, you know, is like, okay, Philly, take care of San Francisco. The way you were talking about... Cincinnati taking care of the Chiefs for the Ravens. Yep. That's the so Dallas is sneaky big Detroit fans this year. Like the rest of the year, if they can't run down the Eagles for the for the win the NFC East, mm-hmm. they want to make sure Detroit has the one seed. So it, maybe they someone can beat the Niners. Brew, I know you do your tomato cans bit. We have several tomato cans in the drawer here, but I gotta give credit to Dallas because I put them on upset alert. Well, they are dispatching of these teams when it comes to point differential. This is last best point differential in the last 15 years. So this is Lamar's MVP season, number one offense for the Patriots, 13 and three Saints. Broncos made the Super Bowl, and then that Patriots team went 14 and two. So this team, they, they're not in charge of who they play, but they are taking care of business. And these games aren't really close. Even Dax, that quote was like, "Well, you know, there's something we can do." They could do anything they wanted no, yesterday. Look, it's impressive. I mean, I, 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 you think I'm joking, and I am kind of having fun with it, but not everybody crushes bad teams right. like this. We see it all the time. For I mean, sure. we just talked about it with They're Detroit. Rolling. So it is impressive. Coming up next, the Royal Crumble. What is that? Crumble for you? Yes. <laughs> really? <laughs> Don't forget, first things first is your home for post-game Eagles Chiefs. The post-game being, you know, 20 hours later. Uh, this is a Super Bowl rematch, obviously. It's also a match of our Super Bowl predictions. Nick and I have the Chiefs oh, going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> we do. Stop it. Brew has the Eagles, but not the Chiefs. Uh, Chiefs favored by two and a half at Arrowhead. Nick, yeah. what are you expecting tonight? Well, the Chiefs are going to win, and but the, that's not the real story. The story is going to be tomorrow when everyone realizes that the entirety of football media has been saying something this year, especially the last you know, couple months, really, and they've been dead wrong. Almost universally held opinion is, it's a weird season. There's no great team. Everybody's, so, you know, everybody's flawed. There's no favor. Yeah, there is. And you'll see it today. And people are going to be like, oh, you know, the defending champ with the defending MVP that for the first time in his career has a great defense. That team actually is the great team. I hope so. And after they beat Philadelphia, and by the way, I found out in the last segment, Brew is a big fan of the strength of victory, you know, qualifier. So I looked it up. The Chiefs have, (laughs) after the win tonight, the highest strength of victory of any team in either conference. That's a playoff team. They already right now have the second best strength of schedule, hardest schedule of any current playoff team in either conference. So all year long, we have been trying to find a reason to believe this Chiefs team is, you know, there's something wrong with them. And tonight, after they beat Philadelphia, and they will have beaten Philadelphia and Jacksonville, Miami, and the newly frisky Vikings and the newly frisky Broncos and the once upon a time frisky Jets, and you're like, wait, they've only played one terrible team all year. And the Bears, and yet they're eight and two, and they just beat Philadelphia. Now, coach, in Philly's defense, it's going to be rainy, so slippery fields. Oh, I know they're no. not hand- they're not <laughs> equipped for that in Philadelphia, but yeah. So that'll be the story. The story will be there is a great team, and it's the great team from last year. What I've been wondering about the Chiefs are the receivers. Mm-hmm. This will be a good test because the defense is legit. We know what Mahomes is, but if their receivers can't have success, because I think the I think the Eagles are going to do a good job of at least keeping Kelsey in check. So it's going to be on all those other dudes to do some damage. We know that's the Eagles' weakness is their defensive secondary. And so if they can't exploit that with the great Patrick Mahomes, then I don't know that they're going to get to the level you think they will. So what I expect to see tonight, Coach, is Philadelphia trying to control the clock somewhat, time of possession, with the run game. I think they'll have a balanced attack running and passing because they, they are a balanced team. And I think, like I said, they keep Chelsea, Chelsea, uh, Kelsey in check 
And I don't believe in the Chiefs receivers. That's the one thing I don't believe in on their team. And it, they'll impress me if they exploit these guys tonight. But if they don't, I think it's a sign of things to come. I got Philly winning a tough one-score game. Okay. It's so interesting that Nick is, is, can't believe that, that people think this is a weird season. So Kansas City's defense is better than Kansas City's offense in, in every meaningful category. Yeah. Hey, that's a weird thing. Patrick Mahomes not being able to score in the second half of consecutive games. That's a pretty weird thing. Yeah. The fact that the fact that. the fact that over the last two games Patrick Mahomes has been sacked at double the rate that he's been sacked here recently or over the course of his career, that's a little bit of a weird thing. And so when you look at this game, it you, you should see Andy Reid twenty one and three coming off the bye, really good. Four and zero against the Eagles, really good. Twenty eighth best pass defense should favor should favor Kansas City. But let's just look over the last three games. I don't know if we have that graphic available, but it hasn't really been what what. You'd expect. So Philly's got 32.3, 20, 8 to 1, 6 to 3, TD intercepted. And then time of possession. And in the Super Bowl, the Eagles dramatically had the advantage in time of possession. And that was okay. And that's why they're that was okay because Kansas City's offense was so right. explosive. They don't have that same level of explosiveness. So, so you got Philly but, tonight? Yeah, I got Philly tonight. Wow. And Philly, and Philly still controls the time of possession. So, so we'll see how, how we end up the, talking about it. So I want to throw one other number up at you that our resident Eagles fan, who I think is very nervous about tonight's game, Dusty. He's so relaxed. Cooked up. Well, he, <laughs> he cooked this up for me, which was he was touchdowns given up that what he called – a regular touchdown. What he means is after a kickoff, not after like a quick change turnover or something. Touchdowns after a kickoff. The Chiefs have allowed five all year long. Regular touchdowns. It's the best. The Eagles, only one team has allowed more. It's Bruce's beloved Chargers, who he wants to fire the coach because the defense is so bad. So I think that as long as the Chiefs' tackles can, relatively speaking, hold up, the Chiefs are going to have a explosive offensive night, but the reason that this is so clearly the best team in the league is the same thing I told you for the Miami game. If they have an explosive offensive night, that's great, but they don't need one to beat you because they have one of the three best defenses in football. Some of us did see that coming because of the youth of the defense last year, and you'll see it on national TV tonight. It'd be nice to have an explosive offense. Or even I'd... like an explosive two halves. Sure. Well, that would be a whole game. Yeah. That'd be wonderful. Medals time. Rockets down two in L.A. Who's Ime going to run the offense through? Hmm, tough decision. Why not try Singoon one-on-one versus LeBron? Oh, he missed the beginning of that when he pushed LeBron about seven feet. Here it is. See you later, King. Wow. 23-10 and five for the Librarian to tie the game. How'd that game end, Wilds? Bronze medal. (laughs) Bronze medal. De'Aaron Fox, Friday night, 43-8-7. In a win over the Spurs, Fox, since coming back from the ankle injury, has been exceptional. All-NBA caliber. Silver medal, the first medal of his career. Take a bow, Kevin Wilds. Ooh! Chet. That's a clutch shot. That that was a clutch shot. That put it in overtime. Chet had 36 and 10. Hello. Two blocks, two steals. He's right now, in my opinion, far and away the rookie of the year. Far and away? Clearly the rookie of the year. And then the gold. LeBron James. It's hard to pick which LeBron James game to give it to, so I picked the one that he kept punking Dylan Brooks in. 37 and 8, along with three steals, six rebounds for the oldest player in the league on a nice, tidy 75% from the field. Kevin Wilds. He's pretty good. Excellent. But how did the game end? With Dylan Brooks getting cooked on an inbound like a rook? Fallon LeBron reaching, and then LeBron hitting those free throws he's always scared to take. I've been told. Rockets that, are that frisky. Like, Rockets yeah. are It's yeah. a good what? loss for the Rockets. No, that free throw. Yeah. Missed one. Missed one? No, we needed to make one. It's right. game. Right. Quickly, Eagles. You have the Eagles by Eagles. a touchdown. I have the Eagles, yep. He one said by game. one score. I've got the Chiefs by three. Okay, you guys are what I got. They were part of Knicks picks. Okay. They know.